I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Well, I am here to announce that our book, Let's Heal, a workbook designed for black women with various modalities by your co-host Danika and Myra is now at a storefront. And so the storefront is Urbana Goods. It's a community store that brings an upgraded experience of connecting with the community uh, with small crafting gatherings and workshops and supporting other local businesses by housing and selling their merchandise, such as us. And they even sell some of your typical items from the local convenience store. Like y'all, I literally bought some body butter, hair products, and a cute purse all from this store. Just to give you a little example. So when you have some time, check out Urbana Goods. It's located in Guardina, California. The actual address is 1756 West El Segundo, Guardina, California, 90249. You can put it in your GPS, whatever you need to do, but go ahead and make your way there and check us out. Hey y'all, we're back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast and we're trying something a little different today <laughs> where we're going to actually release the video content. So uh, you all will get to see us actually having these conversations and Myra picked today's episode topic. Dang, is calling me out. <laughs> she did. <laughs> she picked it and so Myra, what are we going to be talking about today? We're going to be talking about being in a relationship with someone that has a visual impairment. Hmm. See, we're already getting into it. So the word <laughs> visual impairment, is that different than like saying someone's blind? Does that does it change, you know? Mm, I think it just it's a little bit more inclusive because when you think about visual impairment, as you see, me and Donika have on glasses, right? So we both have a visual impairment. But my partner is someone that's legally blind. And so that's kind of just like the word that he uses. And that's the word that he uses to just be inclusive of people. But if we want to get down to the nitty gritty, he is legally blind. So what that means is he can't drive. But also when you see him on the street, you probably never think that he's blind because he does not have a walking stick because he's learned how to navigate life without it. And also he does not wear um, a blindfold when he competes because he's an athlete. And oftentimes, Blind athletes do wear a mask when they compete over their eyes. They do? Yeah. Why? I don't know why, because I've never like looked into it, but oftentimes when you see them compete, they will have on um, like an eye shield. Huh. Yeah. yeah, I'm wondering what that is about. Um, so, like, so you just said visually impaired, that's like a, uh, the term specifically that your partner uses. Yeah. Um, but some people may or may not care as much. That's what I'm hearing. Like yeah. Some people might not. Yeah. Um, so when it comes to, can I say your boyfriend's name? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so when it comes to Isaac's uh, legally blindness, because that's what I'm thinking too, like there's so many different types of blindness, right? Like being visually impaired, meaning like some people can see like a, a shadow. Some people can see light. Like what is, What's Isaac? Okay, so if I were to correct her and tell you like the the technical version of it, visually impaired is an umbrella. So when you're thinking about like what you can see, it all has titles. So like for example, I am nearsighted. That's my visual impairment. I cannot see far. I don't know what yours is. For Isaac, for example, his would be he has juvenile retinoschisis, which means I believe on his left side he doesn't have any peripheral vision. He doesn't have depth perception. Pre- 
depth perception. I see if that word messed up. And then also, he can't really see you unless you're like this close to his face. Whereas someone else that has a visual impairment, like I said, they may be like totally blind. And I don't know all the names because they're real technical, but it might look like, oh, at the age of six, I'm starting to lose my vision. I've become visually impaired and I can only see within a certain limit. As I get older, it gets worse. And then I get to the point where I become completely blind. Mm. Right? And then there's a legally blind versus the, I guess, I don't know if it would be like totally blind, where that just means like you can't see, right? But mm. you can see. And what that means is I know you near me. I can see that. Maybe I can make out some colors. I can't see your facial features, but I know you're there. But then there's also the point of, I can't see you at all. Right. So basically, though, with Isaac, Mm -hmm. if you like this close to him, he can see you. Yes. Okay. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Um, I've been around Myra's partner (laughs) and, like, most definitely uh, does not let... The disability control his life at all. Like you, you would have no idea at all. Like I, I do. I, I most definitely forget. So yeah. I mean, shout out to Isaac first of all for not like letting the disability control his life. Um, but also, hopefully, Mara, you got consent for us to talk about this too, <laughs> for allowing us to talk about this on our platform. Um, so get into the nitty gritty. Let's get Thinking into of it. even how you all met. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. um, like technically, you gotta be this close for him to really see what you look like. So we know <laughs> we know Myra's mom. She's fire, right? Her body, hair, like she looks good. How how did that happen? Was you like in his face? Did he come close to you, or was it like how did that happen? Oh, now I don't remember. Okay, so when we first met, we met on a date nap. Yes, yes, and he had like just moved to San Diego, and so I was like, "Oh, um, I had asked him something along the lines of like, you gonna pick me up? Like, how how's this driving mm. thing gonna work, right?" And so he was like, "I don't drive," and you know, a lot of my friends were like, "You don't drive," but I'm not that person. So I was yeah, like, "Why don't you drive? Like, yeah. what's what's up with that?" Yeah. Because it could be you got a phobia of driving. I don't know. So then he's like, "Oh, I'm legally blind." And I was like, oh, okay. So me being me, I Google everybody. Like, I Google my friends. I Google everyone. So I'm typing it on Google. I'm typing in his full name. And then I was like, well, what type of blind are you? Because a lot of people don't know that, right? And just to give a little bit of a backstory, I have this mentor. She's an MFT. She's very esteemed in her field in L.A. Her husband is blind. And I grew up around these people. So I always have it in the back of my head, just like how he like navigates the world and how she navigates it with him. So of course I'm thinking of ask that. Cause I'm like, you know, I have that background randomly. And so um, I ask and he like tells me juvenile written excuses. And I'm like, did he just make that up? Cause it's like the way the word don't even sound real. So I'm Googling it and it comes up and I'm like, oh, okay. Like this is like legit. So anyway, I'm like, I don't care. Meet me in my house. You know, this is what we're going to discipline. So he meets me in my house and we were so like engulfed in our conversation that handy and blind wasn't on my mind. Like it never crossed my mind because we were just so engulfed in the conversation. Like I wasn't worried about how he was looking at me or anything like that. I think that piece kind of comes up later on when it's like, did you see I just got my hair done? Like, is you paying attention or like, does it look good? Like those type of things are like. So when y'all first met up on y'all very first date, where'd y'all go? 
oh girl where didn't we go that was like a 12-hour date y'all we first first date was 12 hours i might be exaggerating but we went to like five different places we started off at the beach because remember he was wasn't from here so i'm also showing him around the city so what was the first interaction though like was it like he came out of a so interestingly enough he's walking down the street because he his Uber, he didn't know where he's getting dropped off at. Okay. So he's walking down the street and he's trying to figure out where he's gonna go. Meets up with me and then we get into my car, which now looking back, I'm like, girl, you real trustworthy just letting people into your car. But again, I Googled him and said he really was blind. So I'm like, what else are we gonna do? Right? Like I was expecting him to come pick me up. So what is the real difference? Right? So we get into my car. We go to the beach, then that turns into like, okay, this is cool. And then we're just hanging out the whole entire day. We went to the beach, bubble park, we went to the Did y'all hood when y'all first seen each other? Or was it just like, get in the car? Like, did you open the door? You know what I'm saying? Like, what was so, that very first interaction? So, the very first overall, we FaceTime because Ooh. he didn't want to get catfished. And I'm like, what you mean? That's fair enough. Catfish? Fair enough. Are you so, we have been FaceTiming each other. And so, that was more so like our first interaction. I want to say we hugged, but it was like a. Hey. <laughs> yeah, it was like one of those. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So And I think I hugged him goodbye. But it wasn't nothing like a it was not it wasn't too much. It was just yeah. I mean even thinking of that of that though, even with FaceTime, like he could see you. Yeah. Yeah, like these I'm just thinking of like these different pieces yeah. of like touch you know what I'm saying, like all these different types of things got in the car didn't need your assistance to get in the car all of that type of stuff that typically i think that sometimes you think of that you don't think about um or you think that it's that's how it is but that's not how it is well i think with with isaac's a little bit unique because he got his diagnosis when he was two years old and i think that it's all about when you get your diagnosis and the people you're around Mm -hmm. so with his family even like when i see them now his disability is not the forefront of anything. They've always treated him like he was normal. Even his mom talks about, like, he used to run into shit all the time as a kid. Mm-hmm. And it was more so just like, okay, you can't see that well, so we're going to get you help. It was never like, since you can't see that well, we're going to hold your hand or do anything like that. His mom always made sure that he had the resources. And so his life has always been like, my parents never stopped me from doing anything that a quote-unquote normal kid would do. So that's how I've always lived my life. Mm-hmm. Dang, at two years old. At two years old, yeah. It's whole life. It's whole life. It makes me think of you know the movie Ray Charles. Yeah. When the little kid, you know, he start you know become visually impaired, mm-hmm. and the mom was like, you know, letting him figure it out. Like you gotta figure it out. And that's really how his mom is. Yeah. It's just like you figure it out because, and I think this is the piece when we were talking about earlier today, raising kids to be adults. Mm-hmm. Because imagine if she held his hand. Didn't make sure he had resources, did all these things. He would not be the person that he is today because Absolutely. he'd be like, I need my mom to help me I out. I need help for everything. Right. Yeah. But he'll, this man don't ever ask for help. It might be a rare occasion. I was like, you asking for help? What? But he don't really do that unless he absolutely needs it because he knows I can figure it out. Like, I don't really need the help. What if you offer it? Will he allow if you offer it? Or is this oh, yeah. Like, he okay. accepts help, yeah. Okay. But I also, and sometimes I kind of fuck up here because... I don't be thinking to offer help because I'm like, you do everything. Whereas sometimes I'm like, okay, as a partner, you should ask Absolutely. my Yeah. Absolutely. And he's called me out, but sometimes I forget because I'm just so used to like, you navigate the world on your own. You are good. Look, look. You like don't move I... all the way across the country by yourself. 
He has taken pictures of us. <laughs> like bomb pictures. Like no. <laughs> pictures on our page right now. Like uh, it was at our picnic. Uh, it was like our two year anniversary yeah. or something. And um, you know, like folks don't know. So I remember like one of my friends finding out like later uh, like that he was visually impaired. She's like he was taking pictures of us. Our pictures look good. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm telling you, like he does not let him yeah. let it hold him back at all. Yeah. But like he's saying of the supportive, you still have to be mindful and you right. still can't offer it. Even if you're not visually impaired. We were talking about that today too, about people who do everything by themselves and they seem to have it or even if they do have it all together, it doesn't mean that they don't get to be offered assistance, you know? Yeah. Like, you, but it's also a double-edged sword because when you think about it, when you think of someone who is the typical blind, they have a walking cane. Oh, yeah. And you can see it. Oh, my goodness. But if you think yeah. about what his situation, he has to tell you that he's blind. How do you think people treat a black man who is saying that they're blind but you can't see it? I don't know. That's the hard part to navigate because it's almost like I'm fighting you for you to believe that I'm blind. Because, and this is why... I oftentimes will correct people who'd be like, girl, I'm so blind, I can't see that. No, you're not. You are not blind. We need to keep in mind like the language that we use because you are actually not blind and someone in his situation got to break down how he's blind and how that affects him and what he can see and blah, 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 which he doesn't mind. But girl, you be, you I like be getting that. irritated because it's just like, what are you asking for? If you're asking out of curiosity, okay, but if you just ask him because you want him to really show that he is because you're so amazed by what he could do, that's the issue you got with yourself. Agreed. Because you don't need to be asking all that because you're just so amazed at what he does. It's called resources and family support. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that is true. Because like I'm saying, I've never thought to even ask him, like, what, what, what type of visual impairment you have? What type of what is going on? Yeah. I know that he's visually impaired and that's right. what it is, you know? Yeah. It's been times where I forgot and I've been like... I think all my friends... I've been like, <laughs> I said, look at that! <laughs> but you know what? He's never been like, like, girl, yeah. I can't see that. He but just, it also makes me wonder deep down inside, does he ever go like, I can't see that and I wonder what they see? Yeah. Yeah, well, I've, that's what it... Well, yeah. I've caught myself afterwards because he doesn't say anything. He'll no. just... He'll look and he'll laugh and everything and be in the moment and so i've caught myself like moments later been like dang oh my goodness like probably couldn't see that you know what i'm saying but with isaac one thing i learned is he feels the vibe so if you're like if you're excited that you saw something and even though he can't see it if he feels how you feel about it it's like this like six and seven he like has if he feels how you feel about it that's enough for him like he don't need to see that makes sense yeah that makes sense yeah but I mean, some understanding of what I'm hearing is kind of like the piece of do your own research. You don't have to. Why do I have to prove it to you? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's never been like that. But I, I can recognize how in the world jobs and, you know, when you do meet new people and all that stuff, how it can seem. Yeah. 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 But so we kind of just went through two different topics, but we talked about <laughs> y'all first little, y'all first little interaction. Um, and so. I want to know, like, when it comes to this physical piece, right? Yeah. If it's and this is most definitely intrusive, <laughs> but I have to ask because it's on my mind. Sex. <laughs> I know you was waiting for it. What Emma, about it? Like, what you know? what I'm saying, like, I mean, it's closer though when you think of the fact that 
it's intimate. Yeah. So you all are a lot closer. Mm-hmm. So he knows what your body looks like. Yeah. He knows everything. When it's touching, everything is in the right place. <laughs> it's not like, you know. <laughs> like, no. Your you move not on your neck. <laughs> like, hold on. What is that? It's not like that. Nah. Now that you say that, now it's like that question it doesn't even matter because now I understand it more. But if, like you're saying, if you don't know the type of visual impairment, then you kind yeah. of go immediately to this. You can't see anything. Yeah. Um, but so. I think it also goes to like, I think my interactions with folks who are blind, it makes me feel like, again, like they have like this sixth sense. Because, and what I mean by that is when we touch each other, it's like you feel more than the eyes can see. And what I mean by that is oftentimes you be close to your partner and like maybe y'all stare each other in the eye and like that's like y'all, y'all connecting in that way. Or maybe like your partner is like looking at your physical body naked and y'all are connecting in that way. But I feel like for him and I, when we just hug, it's like this other connection because he's able to feel what I feel, which is weird as fuck. Mm. But he can literally tell me how I'm feeling, what's going on with me. Um, He knows how to make me feel good from hugging me in that way. And just intimacy, I feel like, looks very different because you have to use your other senses to connect. Even, like, if I'm sad or something, I could, like, I mean, he can't tell if I'm crying because I silent cry. Like, I'm not... You have to be in your face to know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I silent cry, but it's like, he'll be like, are you crying? I'm like, how the fuck do you know that? Especially for, like, six feet from each other. He's maybe like, oh, I can tell, like, you're crying. Like, what's going on? And not for me talking or anything. It's just, like, he feels it. Yeah. Or if, like, I'm having a bad day and I don't say anything, he could be like, are you having a bad day? Like, what's going on? That energy. like that. But I feel like that's an intimate piece also, yeah. right? Because yeah. you can't see that in my face. You can't see that in my body. But you just know. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah, it's just creepy. It. <laughs> no, it's, that's a beautiful, that's a, I mean, really, you all have reached, like, a a different level of intimacy that a lot of people in relationships don't get to have. So. Yeah, and I think it has to be like that just because of, again, like, the, the um, what is the word, shit? Him being blonde. It's just there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, so you as a partner. Yes. A supportive person, supportive partner. Um. <laughs> Like, how do you think you are supportive? Mm, that's a hard question because it's like the ways in which you would think you would typically support someone who's blind, like driving. He don't need me. Uber and Lyft exists, right? Like, um, so that makes me have to push myself and like think what ways am I supportive? So what that looks like is just be providing a listening ear when he comes across, again, being a black man not your typical type of blind and having to navigate that, right? I feel like that's more so what it looks like, being just a supportive person of navigating the world as a blind person living in a big city because he's from a small town. He's from a small town where his disability was not in his face and now you're in a big city where it's in your face and people are asking you about it all the time and you're wanting to do certain things like play rugby, for example, and it's like, how do I navigate this? What do I do with this? Do I tell people? Do I not tell people? What does that look like? So I think for me, it's more so just being a supportive partner. Like, you know, I don't have this experience, but I'm willing to learn. I want to support you whatever that looks like. Yeah. So I'm guessing, like, y'all do talk about those hard conversations, those days where it's just like, look, this has been draining, you know. 
Because, I mean, I have to live with it. It's not like the, you know, like his mom doesn't live here, right? So yeah. I see him day in and day out. Then we have a child together. So it's also like navigating being blind having a child. Hmm. That's another piece. Let's get into it. Yeah, so, um, I mean, this is you all's first child together. Both of yeah. you all's first children, first child. Yeah. And so even before you got pregnant, was there a conversation of how you all were going to navigate that or maybe not even wanting to get into that space because of the like unknown territories of it you know yeah interestingly enough one of the first things i told him when we first started dating was i'm gonna have your child and he always be like why are you sure <laughs> and i was like because you have the qualities of a father because because he's blind i feel like he's so patient like because you have to be patient you want to take your time and like learn stuff those are not qualities that i have i mean i have them now but i feel like when we were first started dating he forced me to be patient. He forced me to slow down. I was very much like, nah, I don't want to do that. Like, I'm from L.A. Like, we're always on the go. That's yeah. just ingrained in me. Yeah. But he had all these qualities where I was like, wow, you would make a good father. So you're going to be the father to my child. Like, I always told him that. And he always would just, like, laugh and be like, yeah, okay. Does he like, want to be a dad, too? Yeah, he's always going to be a dad. Three kids. That's what he wants. Hmm. I don't know about that now, but yes. <laughs> Y'all the way. Y'all the way went down. Ugh. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I tell him, yeah, I'm going to have your child. By the time I turn 28, I'm going to have your child. We're here now. I think that for him, um, I'm trying to figure out, like, what that looks like to navigate, like, changing a diaper, um, what that looks like to, you know, just step in and make sure that his child is going outside and playing. Like, what does that look like? So I'm thankful that we live in an area where you can walk to anything. Right. And so, like, even like if we were to move somewhere, I'm always like, how can I make sure we live somewhere we can walk to anything safely? Accessibility, safety. Accessibility, yeah. Because yeah. you got to think about crossing the street. Yes. You got to think about being a black person in America. Think about having a child with you. Those are three important things. So, I was fine, but more so him trying to figure out, like, what does this look like? And I feel like he got a down pack. They homies. <laughs> yeah. So, it hasn't been as many struggles no. that's what i'm hearing mm -hmm. um hmm any like people that you all have looked up to uh regardless if it's relationships or individuals that have helped you all uh like navigate even being in partnership together no <laughs> no i feel like it's interestingly enough we've been the people that have helped other people navigate their relationships based mm -hmm. off of what we've been learning um because a few of his friends have recently had kids too after we had Shyla, and it's really cool. I just love to help people. So of course he's like, I want to be involved and help them how to be a dad. And I'm like, I guess that means I got to be involved too. Okay, whatever. Um, but I feel like we, one thing I do like about our relationship is now that we're past the phase of hating each other, because I feel like when you first have a child, you're going to hate each other at some point or not like each other because it's so stressful. But now that we're past that point and we figure out how to make time to reflect on things, things are a lot different in that we're able to go, okay, this is what we did wrong. This is what we want to do right the next time. Even the other day, we were talking about, like, okay, this next child, nobody's going to be involved. next child. Uh -huh. According to him. Uh -huh. <laughs> this next child, nobody's going to be involved because we feel like we got it down pat. As far as the pregnancy, giving birth, the beginning of nobody's the Nobody's going to be, I'm sorry, child. nobody's going to be involved. What do you mean? Because with Shyla, people are a little too involved. Really? Yes, too involved. Huh, okay. Whereas okay. now we need less involvement from people that don't mean well. 
Okay. Right. Okay. okay. Um, and just being mindful, like what that looks like. We don't have to accept help from everyone. You can pick and choose who you accept help from. I thought that one. Yeah, but also showing up for, you know, his friends that are now having kids and just being that support for them. Mm-hmm. It's been a lot of deep reflection. Having yeah. a kid would literally place in your face your issues. Um, <laughs> interesting. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm thinking, like, um, I mean, tip, especially with, like, social media and just, like, pop culture and the world in general and information, information easily accessible, like, you know, like different people, different couples who maybe have a platform that talks about their relationship dynamic. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't found or seen anything like that, you know? I mean, I love Kadeen and Duvall. Yeah. I but- absolutely love them, but I don't feel, because I feel like we have such a unique experience and I've been telling Isaac, I feel like we need to have more conversations about being in a relationship and having kids with a visual impairment. That's what I'm talking about. You that don't exist. Are you serious? That's what I'm yeah, saying. Like that's interesting that it doesn't. And I literally was telling. I've been doing the research on it. So I'm like, we should build like a platform on that. That is that's wild. Yeah, I found nothing. And I know you've looked because <laughs> you res- you resourceful. You be finding stuff yeah, like that. There's nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like a. Um, or even like you, you did say like that couple that you knew that you, the lady that they don't you, have no kids though. Oh, they've been together for like forty years. Like they have no kids. Did you even learn anything from um, from that relationship though that you've taken into your own? Mm. I mean, the main thing I would learn from them is keep God at the center of your relationship. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you all could could and probably should if y'all have the space be a owner something and yeah. create a platform for that because it's needed that's really sad actually that that's not talking people just ain't talking about it. yeah i mean but there's people out there that exist that are in this clearly yeah i mean it's it's taken us almost two years to talk about it so i mean <laughs> yeah we could have talked about this while you was pregnant and everything like even yeah. just thinking of like your body changing too Ooh, you know and all yeah. of that different stuff that was going on yeah hmm but it sounds like y'all in a really good space, and it sounds like that, like you just said, what's worked for y'all, y'all had to figure mm-hmm. out. Um, I mean, it sounds like it's, you know, all good over there. Her therapist back. She reframing and <laughs> restating <laughs> what I'm saying. It's good. I don't know. Hold on, y'all. I to make sure I asked all my questions. Um, Oh, this is what I wanted to ask. What? So, okay, physical appearance. I talked about chores, yeah. but what about his? Like, the way he dresses and the way, like, stuff that he's into, his interests. Like, what has it changed? Have you oh noticed, like, God. sometimes has when he puts changed, on, it's y'all. like, what do you have on? Like, like what has that been like? So, something interesting enough, blind people be having the most swag. It is interesting. And what I mean by that is, like, his one friend I'm talking about who's, like, fully blind this man is into all the Jordans, all the new styles. Blind people be fly as fuck. But anyway, what Isaac is interesting, you ask that because he goes through phases of stuff. So when I first started dating him, he was an H&M man. So what that meant is he wore jeans and t-shirts. Like, that was his thing. Then he went through this phase. I introduced him to Lamar Park. All he wore was African clothes. And I'm like, what the heck? He changed his whole wardrobe, girl. He wore African clothes and flip-flops. Flip-flops? Not that sheets. He was wearing the pants. You know, the loose, baggy pants? But like Were the parachute here? Yes, but African print. He was wearing that <laughs> and tank tops. Girl, every day. With flip flops. With flip flops. Every day. That was his thing. Now he's going through a phase of, um, you know, Fabletics? 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all he wears. He has a what subscription. Type of, what type of stuff is that? I don't really know. It's all like workout workout gear and like sweatsuits. So, but he got the short version, got the long version, <laughs> got the mid short version. And if y'all don't know, which y'all probably gonna have seen, he loves crop tops. So, <laughs> I think I'll yes, my man wears crop tops, but it's only because that's an athletic thing though too. Like athletes and stuff, I feel like they, you know, especially back in the day. That's what I would say. Back in the yeah. day. Yeah, back in the day. This is not back in the day. But anyway, that's more as I make a statement to bring awareness. Because his thing is, it's in my DNA. So everything I am is within me, basically. What they got to do with the crop tops? So his crop tops, they say DNA across them, and it gets your attention to read it. That's true. Yeah, so it's a whole little, it's a whole moniker. Yeah, and he, he considers himself a superhero. That's so that's true. if he were a superhero, his superhero would open up his his thing, like how Spider Man does, or Superman. Superman is a superhero. Open up his thing. Girl, One know. of them rips their chest open. I it's don't not know. Those, it's not a Spider Man suit. Is okay, I'm making it up. The body suit. Because <laughs> I'm calling him Spider Man too. Who opens that up? I could have sworn somebody did. Batman. No, both of them have body suits. It don't matter. But anyway, he wears it underneath when he competes. <laughs> yeah, you recognize it though, right? Somebody rips their shirt open. Oh, no, I can't think. But okay, he rips his shirt open. He don't rip it open. The I the DNA I in my so because he wears USA gear because he competes for USA, so it opens it up and he'll have the shirt underneath. And so, what's the brand again? It's in my DNA. It's in my DNA. Okay, so he'll have on their stuff. Yeah, they want his stuff underneath. Then he'll turn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're gonna he's a, he's he's uh you know uh, showing off his product. Yep. Um, that's it. So that's so basically his style is very intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, even as you talk about the different changes, the Afro kind of Afro century that was probably him in that stage of yeah. like really diving into his history and everything, right? So not saying that's gone, but he's now moved through that level and now he's into like. I'm curious his, to see what's next because that's right, me. It's always something new. You never uh-huh. know. So he got some style about himself, girl. Not scared to try different things and not, not scared to be different. He's scared to try different food, but yeah. Hmm. He's a French fried chicken man. Hmm. Oh, but he's been juicing lately. This man bought a juicer. Now he juice everything. Everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the health piece, though, too, right? Randomly. He also eat a lot of candy. Let that man live. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's it. I feel like I was really interested in support, navigating how to be a parent, um, like how you all's relationship has been, the yeah. intimacy, yeah. the sexual intimacy connection. Um, I feel like you talked about you talked about his support from his family when he was younger. Mm-hmm. What about how your family and friends have like been with him and supportive and um, open to him? How has that been? So we're around more friends and family. And one thing that I appreciate that most of my friends do is they're really descriptive with him, which I really appreciate that. So like, for example, oh, Isaac, hey, I'm over here to the left. I have on the red shirt straight ahead. That's okay. Some of my friends do it, not all of them, but oftentimes they'll do that. And I'm like, wow, like you really thought that out. Like one of my friends had did that. My friend Gerilyn had did that. And I was like, wow, you're really thoughtful. Thank you. That is. She was like, of course. Does he like that, though? Because, you know, I don't think he's really, <laughs> I don't think he's really, like, thinking of it in that way. Because okay. um, it's just Isaac. He's just, like, vibing out with life, going with the flow. 
I'm sure he appreciates it, but I'll, of course, only I'm gonna notice it because I I nitpick everything. Like when it comes to how people like treat him, it's always gonna be an issue with me if you do something I don't like to me. So if you do something I do like, I also pay attention to that too. Yeah. It's like, okay, that was very sweet of you. That is very thoughtful, yeah. intentional, like you said, to be yeah. able to descriptive with the words. That's right. Or like, let me show you this. Yeah. Let me show you. I'll zoom it in for you for you to see. Like, I appreciate stuff like that. Very conscious. Instead of being like, over there. Ah, that was me. <laughs> no, that's fine, though, because... You're but not you, thinking in that way. You're not around them all the time. That too, but also the more information you have, like, it's not that, because this kind of goes back to the piece of, like, it's not trying to ignore the disability, but it's also, I'm not trying to make this everything your whole life, like, oh, are you okay? You know, I don't want to be <laughs> yeah, like that. that's annoying. Exactly. So it's the piece of, like, well, I kind of, like, I'm not going to step in until if you say something, right. then I will. Yeah. But what you're saying is so helpful. You know what I'm saying? like. But one thing you did that was really helpful that I never forgot about. When yeah, I, I first asked Shyla, mm-hmm. you had came to visit. And she was, like, screaming in the backseat. And I'm driving, I'm driving. And we were really close to home. And you were like, if you pull over, I will drive. And I was like, oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. It's small stuff like that where it's just like, you know my partner can't drive. But instead of you being like, I don't know. There's many other things you could say. But for you to be yeah. like, if you pull over, I will drive the rest of the way. Yeah. That meant a lot. Right, because you didn't be like, oh my God, or whatever. There's a lot of different other things you could have said. Yeah. But you said that. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that was helpful. I didn't even think about it that deep in that way. But of course you're not. But for me, I remember that like clear as day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and trying to as much. I do try to drive as much as I can. I don't like to drive, but I know you drive a lot. Yeah. And so trying to trying to take I do that but as far as like what Isaac heard you say some of this stuff like descriptive and you know just just be a little bit more conscious I think that is helpful to know and I'm glad that your friends some of your people already have been doing it yeah um so is is there anything that you don't like if you think of an example that you for sure like this friend was not they can't, I don't know if I can hang with them or they didn't accept my partner or I haven't accepted my partner. Yeah. Um, there was someone who, what happened? We were like going for a run and I never forgot I was on the phone with them and they had said something along the lines of like, how is he just going to go off and run by himself with his feet? What you mean? Right? Like, I feel like that was like, all right, you need to think before you ask questions. That was stupid. And I don't call us so stupid, but that was just straight dumb. How does he go on runs? <laughs> <laughs> Even you saying it like, what? So, the yeah. same way he runs for the USA. Mm. He gets paid for it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Same way he does his job. Yeah. That's yeah that was a little ignorant. Very much so. Yeah. Especially they had already been around him and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I feel like like I've gotten all my thoughts out do you have anything that you want to talk about Ed mm, I guess the only thing would be just treat, treat people who have visual impairments like they normal people and don't say you blind because you can't see and you need glasses to see because oh. that's discrediting the people that actually are blind right like I feel like it's oftentimes I hear it at least once a week I'm so blind girl you know I can't see over there I hear that all the time and it's just like no you're not baby girl you know what? Which wise? I don't think I like. I don't think I really say that at all. I just be like, I can't see that good. I think I'll say like, without my glasses, I really can't see that good. You know? Yeah. Um, 
But I don't think I've said that. I've also had people who, like, I've told them that Isaac is blind. They'd be like, me too. <laughs> I'd just be like, nah, nah. You don't get it. Ooh. Yeah. That has been something that is irritating me with, like, some friends. Where I've had to break down for them. Like, no, you're not. Don't say that. Let's get this correct. Yeah. yeah. That's different. So you said, wait, what was the other one? So you said... You know, people just being mindful of not saying, like, I'm blind or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then what was the first one? Just treat them like they're regular people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to stop and say, I'll pray for you. I'm going to pray for your vision to come back. Do you need help? I'll you heard that? You. Yes. There are apps that these people could use where they just hit a few buttons on their phone and they show the person what's going on near them and the person will talk them through it. And oftentimes they use that and they find. I can think of what the app is called. I want to think it's. I think it's called like My Eyes or something. Mm. I have to look it up. But there are apps that exist that talks the person through whatever they do. It's like FaceTime almost. But it's people, you can sign for it and volunteer where you might randomly get a phone call and they might say, like, oh, do you see like my can of green beans in this or whatever? Or I'm at Walmart. Can you tell me where the rollbacks are? Not the do you back. see? <laughs> or the discount. Yeah. Oh. I feel like especially people who are older who are blind, you don't have to stop your day for them. Like, unless you see them, like, struggling to get across the street or something or something, like, dire, you could go on. You don't need to stop and make a big deal out of it because they go on about their life just like how you should. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is a good episode. This is. is really good. A lot of information, but also... I appreciate you being vulnerable yeah, uh, and talking about a very, you know, vulnerable piece of your life. Intimate. That's what we'll yeah, say. Yeah, intimate. It is very intimate. And yeah. so, thank you for allowing. You next on the shopping block. I don't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> Dating outside your culture. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. Yeah, I'll do it. Um, but, yeah, thank you. And also, yeah, thanks to Isaac. Um, yes. Shout out to Isaac. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Isaac, y'all. He's really, really dope. Like, we gonna put his stuff in the description too, cause y'all gotta yes. follow him. He's, he's dope. He's dope. So, um, yeah, I think that's it for this episode, and we hope that y'all enjoyed this first visual episode we got going on here. Give us some feedback. Let us know if you like it. Let us know if you want to see more, and we'll continue connecting. Yes. Bye.